it's time um, that uh, we protect the children of the city of Haverhill and that we equally apply the law. That means that if there is a buffer zone for medical, there should be an equal buffer zone for recreational and uh, reduce the buffer zone does not mean eliminate the buffer zone. And for medical marijuana, a reduction is allowed up to 25%, which is, uh, in other words, a minimum buffer zone of 375 feet. But for uh, whatever reason, the council has enacted an ordinance that allows for the elimination of a buffer zone in an historic district, the waterfront district, here in the city of Haverhill. Um, a vote for STEM Haverhill is a vote against Haverhill's children. Thank you, and God bless the city of Haverhill. Hi, it's Mike Crawford. Welcome to the Young Jerks podcast. Tonight, it's yet another special episode. This time, it's from Haverhill, Massachusetts, back in Haverhill, Massachusetts, where we were earlier tonight for a special permit hearing for STEM. We're open, hoping to open a recreational cannabis dispensary in downtown Haverhill while receiving opposition from three business owners who were suing the city of Haverhill to try to stop it. We held a protest uh, a little more than a week ago outside of the businesses that are actually suing to stop the dispensary from opening. Uh, since then, we did get a lot of media attention and I did call it extortion-like, the lawsuit that they had filed. And since then, the applicant, Carol, uh, Caroline Pino, has filed her own lawsuit detailing an extortion plot, exactly what we had been indicating uh, from the three business owners. I just want to note that I have never met Caroline uh, Pino until tonight. I had never talked to her. I was not in coordination with her in any of my protests. Everything that we did was as private citizens in support of her because we felt uh, from afar that she wasn't being uh, dealt a fair hand, especially from hearing from Haverhill residents who wanted her to open. Uh, after tonight's meeting, I'm more steadfast that we made the right decision to back her. And I'm also, uh, you know, we opened tonight with the attorney uh, for the three businesses that are suing talks a lot about the children. If I was a Haverhill citizen, or just a citizen of this planet, of this world, if you were actually worried about the children, I'd have you look at uh, the business owner that the attorney represents named Lloyd Jennings. Lloyd Jennings, we're going to play his clip next. Lloyd's a liar. Uh, at the protest that we held... There were two to three police officers there throughout the duration. They weren't directing traffic. What they were doing was protecting us from Lloyd and his goons who were harassing us. We have it on video. There was also a, apparently a car accident um, somewhere away from us because we never saw the car accident. Uh, pretty much uh, towards the end of our protest, the three police officers were there. All of a sudden got on, uh, you know, got into their vehicles and sped away and took off because there had been a car accident. 
but it wasn't having, having anything to do with us. It wasn't even near us. We didn't even see it. It was far away. So uh, what you're going to hear now is Lloyd Jennings lie and say that the car accident was because of our protests, which is a lie. Um, so I, I, I just want to note the lie. Uh, I, you know, I did something tonight I've never, ever done before at a city hall hearing anywhere. I've been to many of them across the state. I actually spoke out of turn. I, I called him out on his lies. Uh, I couldn't help myself. Uh, you know, guys just sitting there lying about you. So I did speak up and you're going to hear that as well. Uh, you're also going to hear from uh, Carolyn uh, Pino her attorneys, as well as a lot of citizens speaking in support of her. You're also going to hear from the one city councilor that did vote against her tonight. Um, but mostly what you heard, what you hear tonight is support. And just as we indicated, Haverhill does support this meta, this dispensary, this, this rec- as they call it, a recreational cannabis dispensary uh, that I know will serve some medical patients. So I'm happy uh, tonight. It was a win. I think the vote was seven uh, councils voted uh, for it, one against and one abstained. Uh, it was an overwhelming victory. And you're going to hear uh, Lloyd Jennings next. You're going to hear him uh, pull a little tantrum too as they gavel him down, as they tell him to stop talking because he's been going on too long. And then he calls the city council. He tells them that uh, the whole thing's fixed. Here we go. We're going to hear Lloyd Jennings. Uh, we're going to hear from uh, the attorney. Uh, from STEM. You're also going to hear from Caroline herself and a bunch of uh, local residents that support uh, the dispensary downtown. It was a victory tonight. Very happy. Congratulations to STEM, Caroline, Haverhill, the residents of Haverhill, the children of Haverhill. Here are the clips. Young jerks. If you like us, please uh, rate us, support us, especially on iTunes. That does uh, definitely help us. Uh, and share this with your friends. Young Jerks, Mike Crawford, check it out. Here are the clips from tonight. First, like to state that we have never threatened or tried to extort anyone for anything. We were, we were approached and a proposal was presented to us not to oppose this recreational marijuana store. And after we respectfully declined the offer and we exercised our legal, legal right to oppose the zoning that we feel is inaccurate with the legal buffer zones being completely removed from the downtown area. At this time, and this time only, is when all the fake news and stories started to try to slander us and hurt an established 40-year business to push their agenda. We have been against the recreational marrow store downtown from the get-go, back since planning board meetings were happening, and this is before Ms. Panu owned 124 Washington Street, or should I say her father owns. So this nonsense about owed money for a deck that's all in the news and out there, exactly what it is, is nonsense. I will not speak further on that because there is legal action pending, but I will say it is a complete lie, and the truth will be told, and we look forward to letting the courts decide who is right and who is really trying to bully who. With the lies, the protest, and the slander, again, to push their agenda. 
With that, I would ask this council to, to deny a special permit for a recreational marijuana store at 124 Washington Street. I'm not gonna go get into the good and the bads and the statistics, because they can sit there all day and debate that. So I'll speak what I feel is black and white. A little protest that the marijuana advocates thought was a good idea to do to a business that has, been, that has done nothing but pay taxes and been a great asset to this community for almost 40 years, Mark Stelly, had caused a traffic jam that needed police detail to direct traffic and also cause an accident. This is with 15 to 20 people standing on a corner. Again, to protest a business that's been there for almost 40 years. But they say there is no traffic or parking problem. That just seemed to show that what the people who there downtown working 60 to 70 hours a week say there is a problem. But they say there is no problem, especially at that end of downtown. That seems black and white to me with the traffic. 15 to 20 people caused an accident and had to have two police officers down there to direct traffic. Uh, direct traffic. Buffers. I believe we all know what buffers are, correct? We use buffers to protect wetlands. We use buffers to protect our children. But when you remove all buffers to establish a zone to put a recreational marijuana store there, then you are removing all protection to our children. For this is why the buffers were made law. Three minutes. Children to protect finish. our children. And removing them, I believe, is what is outright wrong. I am a direct abutter and we have a good number of children in and out of my property daily within five feet of this proposed recreational, not medical marijuana store, to the point that we share a hallway. I feel that our children's safety should be first and foremost, not the profit that the marijuana can bring to an individual or the city. Buffers were meant to be there for a reason, and that was to protect our children. I know no one on this council wishes to unprotect our children. This was the reason for the buffers, to protect children if you read the law. Vote no for protecting our children. Vote yes is for profit for the city and an individual. I think the city made a mistake zoning a recreational marijuana store downtown. And I think it is making a mistake if it allows a special permit for this recreational marijuana store into this address with no buffers. And that means to protect to our children. I feel these stores are allowed, then they belong in a self-standing building with its own parking and not in a mixed-use building. Thank you. I'm going to end with that. You let her talk for eight minutes the last time. Yeah. yeah, I know. It's fixed. That's what it is. <laughs> oh, and you lied, too. You're a liar. There was no accident there. I was there. There was no accident. Deeply about this city, this community, and chose to build my home here, raise my daughter here. As a parent, I am committed to educating our youth through programming in our community that teaches parents about responsible cannabis consumption, as well as youth risk and prevention. I have also committed to 100 hours of community service, service on behalf of STEM to benefit some of the wonderful city organizations that we have in Haverhill, including Emmaus, the Haverhill Boys and Girls Club, and Team Haverhill three great local charities doing wonderful work in our, for our homeless population, for our youth, and for beautifying our city and enhancing our town's culture. I also recognize the importance of economic vitalization, revitalization for all business owners and property owners. There's some wonderful um, business owners in the room that I'd like to recognize here tonight. 
Alexia Valhuli and her husband Lance Leland, who own um, Boston Hill Fence Company. Paul Bergman, Bergman and Associates, who also owns property on Washington Street. Andrea Tondo from Bay State Espresso, who owns a company and a building in downtown Haverhill. Phil Rice, owner of multiple properties in downtown Haverhill, and Rice and Brulard Electric. Graciela Trilla, who owns the new Montessori School, Wisteria Montessori. Tammy Valhuli from Salon Val Brothers. Thank you all for being here in support of my project. We have half vacant parking lots and foot traffic for retail business is almost non-existent. We can't afford to continue business as usual. To attract more young professionals, commuters, and tourists to our fine and growing downtown, the addition of a discreet and professionally run dispensary will help enhance downtown foot traffic and help stimulate businesses in the business in the epicenter for commerce in our city. STEM is the only dispensary proposed in Haverhill that is in a location within the city that has the ability to economically revitalize the entire geographic district within our city. In addition to purchasing safe cannabis products, patrons of STEM can pop on over to grab a coffee at Wicked Big Cafe or Battlegrounds, take a yoga class or two, stop for lunch at the Lasting Room, stuffed, Caldies, or G's, shop for clothes at Opal and Oak, and then pick up dinner at Haverhill Beef. Just the mere steps from the MBTA commuter rail platform and station for the Amtrak down Easter, commuters, visitors, senior citizens, cannabis enthusiasts, can pop into STEM before walking home to their downtown residence or see the rest of the wonderful things Haverhill has to offer. As a city, we can and we should embrace that residents who live and work downtown and are already in the city on a daily basis should have access to safe and secure cannabis. Before I pass the torch to Kevin to talk more about our comprehensive security plan, I'd like to thank the council for their review of my application and I respectfully ask the council to vote yes on my special permit this evening. Thank you. I am here in a representative capacity on behalf of Lloyd Jennings and Brad Brooks, who are in opposition to the applicant's uh, special permit proposal. Uh, Mr. President, Mr. Vice President, distinguished counselors, uh, the citizens of Haverhill, um, the applicant has engaged in a campaign of disinformation, and I am here tonight to set the record straight. Fact. Brad Brooks. I just want to let you know that I'm going to be looking towards the city solicitor because we have to make sure that we stay clear of any legal matters at all. Of course. Has engaged in a campaign of disinformation. Fact. Brad Brooks has been a resident of the city of Haverhill for nearly 70 years. And Lloyd Jennings has been a resident for nearly 46 years. Fact, this is a recreational marijuana facility and not a medical marijuana facility. Fact, Caroline Pinot told our client that this facility would only sell oils and the lotions, a seemingly innocuous combination of goods. However, the applicant is selling uh, edibles and other uh, cannabis products, such as uh, uh, joints, for example. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, let, let, let me address um, some specific concerns. Marijuana. 
Steve's a businessman. He owns property in downtown Haverhill. He lives in Haverhill, and he has a practice here in Haverhill. And him and myself both know marijuana is here. But we both feel it does not belong in that downtown of Haverhill. somebody holding a protest against us, it's just, it's, it's really not fair. It hurts, it hurts my family more than anything. And I just hope that you guys understand where I'm coming from, that I'm really not against, some of these people are my really good friends. I don't have no ill will towards them. I just don't agree that it belongs downtown. If it was on the outskirts and they had plenty of parking and, yeah, good, great. Make, you know, we need the money, I get it. But I just don't think that location is, where it belongs, downtown. The owner of uh, Mark's Deli, if we were to follow his suggestions, you'd have to stop everything from happening in downtown because it adds to traffic. The river ruckus, the, uh, the other events that were referred to by Mr. Brooks. So I don't think that they uh, suggested anything which undermines the, uh, the appropriateness of a special permit that Caroline has uh, submitted in all the supporting documentation. Now, with respect to Attorney Schlager, if you read through the one document that they did give you, which was the, the report uh, from uh, the engineer, it's clear that they went out and they checked things out in May. May 22nd, I think, they, he went out. So these guys had all that time to file things with the board, they, uh, with the uh, city council. They had all that time to give us a copy of what they were going to file, but they didn't because they did what they've done in every other case that they're, they're involved, and they wait till the last minute so that you don't have an opportunity to give any meaningful teeth or response to what they've submitted. But even with that, if you read through the report that the engineer has put together, basically what he's saying is all the procedures that you guys have put in place to make sure that the city is protected, that everything is done in compliance with its rules and regulations, having the reviews done by the engineering department, the planning board, the, the, uh, the uh, police department, all those departments really haven't done their job because they have an engineer who comes in and submits a report from out of, out of town, I might add. He's not someone who lives here and sees things on a, on a regular basis. But he comes in and he submits a report that basically undermines the whole procedure that was put in place to make sure that the, there was compliance by applicants in the uh, application and request for a, uh, for a special uh, a permit. Now, with respect to the, the references that Attorney Schlager made with, uh, I think he, the heat in that, what was it? Let's see if I can find, yeah, the, the, the tonic. What did he give you? He's giving you nothing. He's just giving you a couple of anecdotal things verbally. Again, they've had, they've had this. They haven't had this case just since May 22nd. They've had it since well before then, because they're the ones that represent uh, Mr. Jennings and Mr. Brooks. And with respect, before I forget, with respect to this, all this supposed disinformation and, and false news and whatnot, anyone's got any interest in finding what's been said? Go to the Essex County Superior Court, get a copy of the complaint. The copy of it that you can get online as well. And they say the hospital has seen a lot more psychosis related to marijuana use and spot was legalized, as well as long-term mental issues associated with new higher potency cannabis products.
such as eight Hockey's edible dabs and oils. And she said in the not too distant future, people will be looking at this and saying, how did anyone think that this would be okay? And I don't want to go on because it's the time, but that's just some of the concerns that, that I've heard about. And then in a communication that from the state of Washington, uh, average annual calls to the Poison Control Center in Washington increased by 70% in the years following legalization. Colorado also increases in marijuana exposure calls, as well as marijuana-related hospitalization and emergency department visits. I think it's a concern to our city. And what, what I cannot understand, and I cannot understand, on the host agreement, host community agreement, which was signed by the city and, 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 and by the company, it says that the municipality believes the company's operation would advance the public good. I think it's just the opposite. And I think about those kids standing out at the kids fest and saying, mommy, daddy, what is that? And can I go in? No. And so I don't understand what advances the public good. And then it also talks about in the host agreement, the city and company agree the company could have a substantial impact on the traffic and neighborhood we're smoking in the entire city. This is signed by the city. So all over. Second. Motion by Councilor Masick and a second from Councilor Daly O'Brien. Madam Clerk, please call the roll. Councilor Sullivan. Yes. Councilor Double No. Councilor Barrett. Yes. Councilor Page. Yes. Councilor Jordan. Yes. Councilor Mason. Yes. Councilor Daly O'Brien. Yes. Councilor Richardson. Yes. Seven years, one day, one afternoon. That passes. The special permit passes. Woo! Hi, it's Mike Crawford, and I'm inviting you to a free special broadcast episode of The Young Jerks Live from Verilife, Wareham, on July 10th. We'll be talking about cannabis on the Cape with local advocates and hopefully some elected officials, as well as feature and product reviews and a video tour of the Verilife dispensary. Please join us. It's happening Wednesday, July 10th. We hope to see you there.